0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 301 Outlet Podcast. This is a special edition pod, episode 52. Makes it a year. A year since since all of us started this podcast. And before we go any further with this, as you know, whenever I am the one starting off the pod, that means Sam is not here. Sam is not feeling well. He has a little stomach virus and he's just getting some, some rest. So we wish him the best and hope he gets well soon. I talked to him earlier, probably about a couple hours ago. And he said that he'll try to, to come in. So he'll probably be on maybe later on in the pod. But the three of us, myself, Mark, the Zebra Kang, we're here. And we're going to do our best to give you, you guys a good show. Again, this marks a year since we started. It's been crazy. It doesn't even feel like a year.
1: It's been Tomfoolery.
0: Mad Tomfoolery. A lot We've been a of lot shit these episodes. <laughs> a Honestly. lot of shit has happened. So how are you guys feeling today?
1: And I just hope everybody can see what's going on here because it's ridiculous. This is what's going
2: ridiculous. On? What's going on? What's ridiculous? I don't see anything ridiculous. Everything. Just just
0: everything ridiculous. going on,
1: man. All right. So
0: let's all right. So let's start this thing off right. So NFL week 15. Very interesting week. week to say the least. But before we go into the broader part of week 15, yesterday there was a there was a game between two teams that have two guys fans. The Washington football team went up into Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to play those Philadelphia Eagles, in which the Eagles won 27 to 17, which makes 11-0 for two in his rivalry weeks this 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 year Yikes. so um, there that there's that Um, I fell asleep midway through the game I'm gonna let the two fans take it from here I'm gonna let, let you go, you go first oh you, the I the want, you want to go first
2: oh but I saw Jones. okay so what I saw in that game I saw Jalen Hurts just going off against a to so-called tough Washington defense, but you know, Jalen Hurts just went in there and got three TDs, you know, actually all of his legs, if I'm not mistaken, What we call it, we had doubts about Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts this, Jalen Hurts that, but Nick Sirianni gave him a talk and he stepped up when he needed to. And also who I'm proud of in that game, not just Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Rager actually, you know, stepped up and showed more effort in that game. So I was proud to see him actually showing his speed and his potential. He had that one, uh, Big play late in the fourth quarter. But he should have he really should have had like a five-yard uh, touchdown screen run when uh Jalen Hurts like threw it to him. But I'm not gonna lie, he was a little like late with that throw though, but that should have been like a five-yard like touchdown screen to uh Jalen Rager. It could have been his first um, T D of this season. But to say the last he played like a better game. Miles Sanders finally Nick Sirianni is using common sense and is giving Miles Sanders reps, had once again had over a hundred yards, actually broke history. Um, I believe, um, and like broke a franchise record with uh his rushing yards actually. So shout out to Miles Sanders for stepping up. I wish he got, I was able to score a touchdown that game, but hey, he did what he had to do, and we really beat beat Washington all through the rushing game, like our rushing game, like is one point. Even Jordan Howard was stepping up, like shoot, I'm I'm proud of the Eagles. I really am. We're actually looking like a pretty solid team, and our defense stepped up when it needed to. Yeah, Jalen Hurts had had that one interception. You know, cost us like you know, cost us a touchdown. But it is what it is, man. Like other than that, we stepped in the fourth quarter and our defense stepped up. I believe we shut y'all out in the fourth quarter. Actually, y'all. Well, um, yeah, y'all had. seven No, nah, we scored points.
1: in the fourth.
2: Oh, y'all we did scored. score in the fourth. Y'all just had yeah, ten y'all points at halftime.
1: In the
2: second of the third. Second of third, got you. Yes, yeah, y'all score late. Got you. Okay, but still, I'm proud of our defense. Nah, though, it because really actually helped really out.
1: Like we scored at the beginning of the fourth, and then y'all answered.
2: Yeah, I I remember when y'all scored though because I was like, I was like, what? Like really? But I'm just part of our defense for stepping up too. Because our defense, like, you know, held it down and late, you know, when it was crunch time. Cause I was still like, I was a little nervous though. But I'm then again, I'm like, you know, it's you no know, dang Gilbert, like uh, I mean Garrett Gilbert, whatever his name is, but I mean know the dude's name, bro. Like it's a third string QB, so I was like, Yeah, you know, I'm not too worried. And he played like a third string QB, honestly. And, and that's import- And then, Unfortunately, you know the circumstances were like bad. That's why he was playing. But yeah, man, we took advantage of the opportunity and we won.
0: From yep. what from what I saw, number one, Garrett Gilbert is. I think he's pretty solid. He uh, yeah, my like I said he
1: was not the reason we lost last. He game. could
0: he could have won us a couple games. <laughs> I, I I I still think about that game that we lost to the Steelers last last, last, last year. The very that was a week, close game. That fluke game. The very the very week before Washington knocked knocked them off and the of their um undefeated season. But um, Garrett Gilbert, is, like he's a solid backup. He's not gonna win you a game, but he's not gonna lose you a game, and that's what Garrett Gilbert did yesterday. He didn't win. He he wasn't going to win you the game, but he didn't lose Honestly, it. our defensive line just stepped up. Fletcher
2: Cox stepped up like, shoot. He, like, came through in that, on that late sack in the um, fourth quarter. That pretty much sealed the game. I was proud. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah this game it and stopped him and, like, went three and zero. Yeah. Stopped him on fourth uh, fourth down. Yep. That pretty much and sealed was, the game. And I was like, yes. Thank you,
0: Fletcher Cox. And I was Stop. wondering how big of a game Fletcher was going to have because that that Washington O-line is decimated with injuries and covid um, I think. Like I don't like, even know
1: if Brandon Sharp was playing last night.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he was. I
1: genuinely
0: don't remember. But I remember hearing his name called. Nope. But one thing I will say about Washington, and I said it last week, they don't like. They didn't just. They didn't just give up. You know, like they were. Oh no, they, they were still. Fighting. They were thorough. They were thoroughly in it. Part of which because of in the first half, the Eagles did not know how to hold on to the damn ball. Turn that, was, that was that was that that was really frustrating me because I'm because I'm like y'all could really run away with this, but. Mm-hmm. You keep fumbling the ball. That was a fluke interception that Jalen hurts through. It really hands. was. And that that was it very. Really fluke. Was. I was I was telling somebody Dallas Goddard couldn't couldn't do that again if he tried. So, which also Dallas Goddard has to be talked about as top five tight end. Yes. Um, yes. Um, yes, about to say Dallas Goddard because I that, I he. He's a he's he's a dog and I really wanted him to not have a good game because he's the reason why I lost in fantasy because yeah, fuck fantasy I, bro <laughs> I started like one bro, game bro bro I started Adam Thielen not knowing that he was going to be out for the, for uh, the Monday night game and oh. so I got the notification late and I couldn't switch it and the other receiver that I had was Devontae Smith. And I'm like, really? If I had just started Devontae, I would have been straight.
2: Straight, yeah. Damn. But, I'm a little late-minute, like, outs and shit and fantasy up.
0: But um, mm. I'm going to say this. Um, I, I wanted Philly to win for the fact if Philly won, it was that Dallas would win the division, but actually it was if y'all tied, we would have won the we would have won the division. But either, but either way, we play Washington on Sunday. We have to beat Washington and we quench and we quench the division. It's all divisional games so like the whole
2: yeah, then it then yeah, it's it's like it's we good. got then it's
1: like we gotta win. May like number one, because if we lose the season's really over, and number two is because if we can handle business against the Cowboys, that's a big if. But the other teams that, in the wild wildcard got some losable games this week. I mean, the Vikings play the Rams, the Saints the, got so the food, Dolphins, and the, and the Eagles without their head co- The Eagles play the Giants, but without their head coach. So yeah, bro. If we can f- – Yeah,
2: we should beat them.
1: Bro, no, no, Darian, you as a Cowboys fan know the exact type of bullshit the Giants can pull. Like you they and can, I know though. Ex- full and watch the same definitely though it, in that they game. Did it last year. Exactly. Bullshit! The Giants can and will pull, dog.
2: They almost pulled it earlier in the season against y'all, but that penalty saved y'all, bro. I'm telling you, seriously. They literally, like, they they like, almost did like, it against seriously. y'all, like bro, like when that game. Like, like these
1: these dudes be picking the most random times to turn into like the Giants teams or like the 80s, so, like, like randomly turn up, bro. I noticed times. that.
2: And, and the whole team is, like, like, decimated with and injuries and, and shit. Like, and the whole like, receiving force has been hurt all year.
1: And, as NFC East fans, we know full well the the amount of complete and utter bullshit the New York Giants are.
2: Bro, it like, blows me because, like, they're, bad they're like against just,
1: everybody else, but when it comes yeah, time to play us, suddenly they're a Super Bowl contender.
2: Exactly. Play Out spoiler, bro. It blows absolutely nowhere. Yeah, every time I play spoiler, I'm like, bro, like, fuck the Giants. for no reason. <laughs> exactly. It's like, y'all are so irrelevant. Y- y'all not even going anywhere, and boom, y'all play spoiler. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, bro, the Giants, they really do be doing that shit. But we should beat them, honestly, because that, that's like a revenge game for us, though. Really, with the momentum we're going in, like, right now, we, there's no way we're, like, we're dropping a game because, like, New York, we can't. Like, it's going to be a – it's not – of course, it's like a divisional game. Like, I take every, like, divisional game seriously because it's the NFC East. We've seen, like, weird things happen, but we really shouldn't drop that game. We no way we're getting swept. We want to let New York sweep us. I have confidence going into that game, though. I do. We should be able, like, to pull it out. And I'll put, put, put us above 500.
0: Too, so so honestly, I the, just
1: pray to God we're getting either Kendall Fuller or Cam Curl back because we missed both of them last night.
0: So the Eagles next three games is Giants is Washington again. Yeah. yeah. At Washington and then home against mm-hmm. Dallas and in Week Dallas. 17 my divisional game. My, the, 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 the thing that's going to thoroughly annoy me about that week 17 game is that I feel like that game will have absolutely no meaning for us. And the fact that it won't have no meaning for us, we'll probably only play our starters for for for, a, for like a quarter. And then Philly's probably going to have something to play for. So they're going to be playing their our starters basically, the, basically yeah. the whole game. And what's going to piss me off is we're probably going to drop that game <laughs> and y'all just won't shut up about it. Like, <laughs> oh, we beat the Cowboys. Oh god. Hey, when is
2: a win? Hey, hey it's a divisional go. game but, versus Dallas. Hey.
0: But I mean, we we'll, I mean, we'll see about that cuz the Cowboys like the cowboy it up, but we'll see about that. Uh Washington's next 3 games. Dallas at at, at Dallas home against Philly and at New York. Dallas's next three it, is home against Washington. We go to Arizona to play to um play the Cardinals, and then we go to Philly to play the Eagles. I remember. I feel as though Washington is
2: some somehow they're gonna drop those first, next two games and end up playing end up beating the Giants when like it means nothing at the end. I feel as though that's how Washington season I mean, might end. I mean, we're gonna I mean, drop we the could. next two. And then in beating the Giants, care, but, no, but you know, but you know, we didn't get for to bullshitting too. You know yeah, why can
1: get the to bullshitting too?
2: That is true. Yeah, like, but every, it's a little, that's like how every it should go. But... the
1: NFC East is just equally capable of bullshit. Really, the whole that's, NFC's been like honestly weird. That's what's going to make these next three weeks so good and so entertaining is because there will be bullshit. Just true. Un- we're all playing un- for just, something. Just bro. unexplainable. Just. Like, Absolute fluky bullshit. Nobody has like, the so, this so, this season.
0: So like, speaking, so speaking of bullshit, this has to have been the most bullshit week of the whole NFL season. You saw what happened in Tampa. You saw what happened in Detroit. You saw what happened. What could have happened in Baltimore? Baltimore, like just big blue like, yes, Baltimore a lot of.
2: Bro, Baltimore I about want to take this time off, to I know Ravens fans. I want to like, take this time, fans,
1: to, like, to, take this long, time to 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 let the people listening know as bad as y'all team did this week, at least y'all didn't lose to the damn Lions.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny, bro. It could
1: always be worse. Bro, and not only the did the Cardinals
0: the lose to the Lions, to the Car- Cardinals. they kind of yeah. got bust. Too. They I got ha- they lost 30 to 13. They got handled.
2: Oh, that's they I sort got of like handled, like, stayed it undefeated for like the longest and then just like just go down in a slump. But they did have a lot of injuries, like, you know, later in the season. I don't, kind of I, don't of- I
0: don't, I don't, I don't blame the injuries because their first, their, their first loss was against just Aaron Rodgers, where it was the Packers without most of their receiving core. But they had Aaron Rodgers, so I guess with Aaron Rodgers, you can do just about anything. Yeah, anything, right. Um, they lost to the – who did they lose to? They,
2: they lost to, some to someone else when they
0: – they lost like to someone. Under, I think like they I think they lost to the 49ers. I'm about to look it up. I think they lost to the 49ers when couple, couple. they didn't have Kyler and uh, – they, they lost, lost they to the Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah, Panther, they, yeah, 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 they, they, Panthers. They, 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 yeah, they lost to the Panthers and 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 um Cam's they comeback. They beat the Niners twice. So 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 that was a bit of a an emotional game for Car- for Carolina. I, rem- yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, Packers turned up. Yo, yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah game they lost McCaffrey. to the Packers,
1: the Panthers, the Rams, and the Lions.
0: Yeah, and they just lost to the Rams, which is a divisional opponent. They really should have. They really should have more losses the on their record. Mm than they, then they, then they do. But good teams know how to win games. They're not supposed to win. In the beginning of the season, I had them at a Super Bowl um,
2: favorite, and now they're just like,
0: oh, nah. but man. here, but here's why. The biggest, I don't man. buy the Cardinals. Number one, D Hop is hurt. Yup, like he's uh, so, on IR, bro. Like, so they lost D Hop. I mean,
1: is what they had should have been enough to beat the Lions,
0: though. Yeah, that's true. Exactly, but it's like the D Hop right? is hurt. JJ Watt is out for the out for, the, uh, for uh, the rest of the season. So those so those are two of your biggest players. However, you should be able to win without those two players. You would think if you have a guy like Kyler, oh, yeah, like um, like um, Kyler Murray, but have good receivers around. But D-Hop too. Kyler Murray is literally Lamar Jackson with weapons because the Cardinals offense is really predicated on the running game, which that's hit or, which that's hit or miss. Although they have a good running game. James Conner has been doing well. James Conner. And then, and then, and then also Kyler Murray getting out of the pocket because their O-line sucks getting out of the pocket and just freelancing. Luckily he's fast. Luckily
2: he's athletic and fast as he is, you know. But he's so
0: short. And he's so small, and he take he and Kyler takes a beating. Unlike unlike when somehow who somehow finds a way to not get hit. Kyler takes a beating, and which which subjects him to injuries because because again, Kyler's built like me and you. Kyra's oh, no Jordan. Kyler may I mean he may weigh he probably has probably about twenty pounds on me. But me and Kyra will be looking, would be looking. I I might be taller than Tyler Murray. Oh, 5'11. Yeah,
2: five. Well, barely. No, they have him as five eleven, but he's short. He's not five eleven.
0: Yeah, 5'11. me, me, me he's and Kyra is basically the same
2: height. I think he's more like five ten. I if anything, mean, he's five ten at the most. Yeah, five so, ten.
0: I don't really buy the Cardinals coming out of coming out of the NFC. Um, not anymore. I I'd had him like a Super Bowl favorites. I was like, yo, look. This
2: is the Cardinals year because even last year, I'm like. The Cardinals guy has potential. They have some weapons with this squad, but now with this drop off this season, I'm like, uh, nah. The NFC is like picking up too much now. Like for them to be dropping off like this, I don't even tape to say it. I don't even see them even getting past Dallas in a so, game at this and, point.
0: And what's so crazy about well, we'll find out in a in a, in a couple weeks how that will look. But what's so crazy about this NFC race is the Cardinals have dropped a few. The Bucs have lost games that they should not have been They, they should on, not on, pa- the on paper, they shouldn't be losing. Yet Dallas and Green Bay have been on heaters. And Green Bay sitting atop at number at number one. They clinched, they clinched the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Dallas is is a sitting at, at number two. We can clinch a playoff. We can clinch the division with a win against Washington. Pretty much like then. We then we then we have Tampa. Ooh. Who, who, it's it's obvious that Tom Brady's kryptonite against, like like with the Buccaneers, is against the Saints. And also, we have now also realized that Tom Brady needs two Pro Bowl receivers to actually do well at age forty four. Because let's talk about
2: that game, bro. Because that Bucks game
0: you know, that hella injury, I, bro,
2: Fournette, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin all out. I'm like, what the fuck? But that I'm also like, shows how
0: hard it is to repeat. Because think about it. It like Leonard Fournette is really the catalyst to whether or not the Buccaneers will, will win the Super Bowl. Because Tom Brady. His performance is based off of the run game. So if they can get the run game going, then they can get those little short passes to Godwin and and when A B comes comes back. They got um A B and then and then you got Gronk and, and Mike no. and Mike Evans.
2: And then also was, like, they and, then, and
0: then also they lost uh Levante David.
2: Yeah, bro. I'm like, golly. He's, I, think, I think he's out for the
0: season. Yeah, I think. I think he's done for the season. So, it's mad I'm that Super Bowl roster. But, Ooh, it, but, mad. but, it, but again, it shows how hard it is to win in the NFL because you look at certain teams, like, but Like if Baltimore was healthy. Oh, there'd be no there they just had
2: to run. I wish the running backs to not get
0: injured. I'm like, bro, Lamar Jackson no, would not have to be doing all of this. There'd be no question, they would be a top of the A of the um of the um AFC. We 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 will be right now, we would be talking about them and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then the AFC is unpredictable it's, it's the
1: fact that the Ravens are even still relevant in the playoff picture, bro. If the Ravens yeah. make the playoff – man. If the Ravens make the playoffs, that and John Harbaugh deserves to win coach of the year. If the Ravens make the playoffs. I was about to say that. That, that, And it's it's like, bro, even if they lose by 40 in that first game, give coach of the year to John Harbaugh if the Ravens make the playoffs.
2: Ravens fans ain't saying that um, these past two weeks. I'm like, bro, they dropped two games off two fucking failed two-point conversions, bro. And that probably fucked up the whole season, the whole playoff like birth, like the playoff rankings. I'm like, bro. Yeah, well, uh, well, the first,
0: first two point conversion failed because Mark Andrews just dropped it. Dropped. Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lamar did put that a little bit outside, but if it hits, but you it's in like, hands, if, if
1: Andrews catches that, he gets in.
0: Yeah, if Andrews, Andrews, kind if of Andrews, Andrews catches that. Then,
1: like, then it's he like gets this past two point conversion failed because let's face it, they only use half the end zone. They used half of the field. Like in that corner. Well, like they-
0: what 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 also was it was the thing about it was I watched. I remember I watched the replay of it, and Ty and Tyra Hundley was dead set on throwing the ball to Mark Andrews, where if he had just peaked up a little bit, Marquise Brown was open in the in the middle in the middle of the end zone. I was so about to say just, I saw
2: that Marquise Brown. So if he had just too.
0: floated it to Marquise Brown, they win. But what I also love is the Ravens released the uh the uh mic'd up tape of John Harbaugh making that decision, saying going to Tyra Huntley saying, So do you want so you're gonna go down here, and you're gonna score this touchdown. Do you kick the field goal or do you want to go for two? He said, No, let's win this shit and mark andrews said, said said the same thing so when you got your leaders on the team saying nah let's win this and backing your decision i know that there's a lot of debate about it but after you hear that like there's really nothing you can say or do cuz like like to like to me it's the equivalent of when someone says something to to um somebody and like if I was to say something to you mark and someone on the outside looking in here's what I say to to you and it, and and they're offended for you but you're like nah this is not nah, this is how we talk I'm perfectly fine with it where where it's like if it's fine with them then it's fine with me. so if the players are good with it there ain't nothing there ain't nothing yeah, really
2: ain't on John Har that that anyone
0: can can uh, can, uh uh, say about it but i mean if the but if the ravens were healthy they would be a top of the they would be a top of the af of the um afc um so just moving a little bit forward who are your super bowl picks Um, oh man for my
1: super bowl yeah i I gotta change my joint up and i think what did you start with? start with my I started with Bill's Bucks. I think I'm gonna change both of them joints. So my new Super Bowl is Chiefs versus
2: Packers. All right, so I started off with uh I ain't gonna hold you. I started off with like the Cardinals Chiefs. That's what I had started off with. But now I'm more with the I'm not more like Chiefs and Packers. I think we're finally gonna get that Mahomes versus A Rod, you know, matchup. I-, I got Chiefs and the Packers now. I don't trust the Bucks. So, yeah, I don't see the Bucks going back with all these injuries.
0: I started off with Packers Bills, mm. and look at the Bills now. <laughs> yeah, um, I, and I think because I still like, I'm scared of Kansas City, and there's a like I got all right. So I'm gonna pick Pat Packers Kansas City, but I'm gonna put a an asterisk next to both of those teams. And the asterisk in the NFC for, for me is Dallas. Because if you see yeah, you how our hands. if our defense, if you see how our defense has been playing, not over just the last few weeks, but over the course of the year, it, it, it's it's really at a point of what can our can our offense get back on track, which we didn't look bad against New York. But but it's not good enough to where I could be I could confidently say we can go into Green Bay in the NFC championship game and beat Aaron Rodgers, who has been a thorn in Cowboys sides for more than a decade. Well, now in the NFL knows um, what the catch is.
2: <laughs> thank you. Hey, remember the last time y'all was in Green Bay? That was crazy, bro. To think about that. What if that does happen again? And knowing the history, like with Dez Bryant and everything, I'm like, bro, that'll be like a crazy, like history repeat, or just like another nostalgic matchup to see Green Bay and Dallas, and like an NFC where, like, what a maybe an NFC Championship game. <laughs> that'll be a, like a certain like a good game, bro. Definitely tune in on that. <laughs> Oh, I like how yeah.
0: I, I like how you I like how you I like how you did that, but um, mm-hmm. but so that's my thing with Dallas because really I I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not scared of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay doesn't Tampa Bay does not. Tampa Bay does not scare me. Oh, we have seen Brady um, the
2: goat man when people die. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I don't know. No, they are just. But, Banged up right now, bro. Yeah, like they're, they're really, they're they really banged up.
0: Yeah,
2: to be realistic, yeah,
0: they they barely have that any metaphor, receivers injury, left. They missing play, a whole
1: bunch of defensive guys. Man, they, they, they just people, beat them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then yeah. on the AFC side. I have an asterisk next to the Chiefs, mainly because <sighs> I'm buying the Chiefs. But I'm not sold on the Chiefs, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm reluctant, I'm reluctantly giving the Chiefs my money. I'm not like, you know what, fuck it. Here's take the whole damn wallet, take, take my card, here's my social security number, you have my credit score, you have all that shit. No, it's kind of just like I'm just sliding. It's like, it's like when you're it's like when you're paying your bills. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to give you this money but I know that I have to because if I don't then I'm gonna just be fucked over so here you go fuck you have a nice day that's basically how I am with with uh with a uh, cant with uh, Kansas City more so because again I just do not trust Their like I want to say I don't trust their their offense but their offense has been hit or missed they're on a seven-game winning streak, but their defense has won those seven games for, for well, most of those seven games for them, aside from the Chargers and aside from the Raiders. Now, what's scary is, is something in Patrick Mahomes, the Raiders woke Mahomes up. Mahomes is up now. They kind of started off slow against L.A., but they flipped a switch. And that's what's scary. So for me, I got Packers, Chiefs, but with an asterisk because I'm I'm a I'm a I'm just gonna have my Cowboys like right below Green Bay. And then the Chiefs, there's just a, I, I, I just it depends on their offense. It depends on Pat Mahomes. So Chiefs, who you got what? like beating it maybe like over the Chiefs? Who the got beaten over the Chiefs? I mean the Bills already beat them. And the thing about the NFL, like the playoffs, there's so much parody. Like, if like say, like, if the Chiefs play the Bills, they're going to lose. If the Chiefs play the Patriots, they might beat the Patriots. If the Bills play the Patriots, they're going, they're 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 I'm going to lose. The Titans already beat can't can't Kansas City. Granted, they don't have Derrick Henry. So you so, so you got to think about the Titans, the Chargers, the Bengals are, are there, the Ravens are there. You know, they get a healthy Lamar, they they get a healthy L- L- Lamar back. Anything's possible. So it's just like this year's playoffs is really about matchups. But if there are two teams that I'm just dead set on, it's the Packers and the Chiefs. Because I just cannot. First off, I'm a I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. And Aaron Rodgers is the second most dangerous quarterback behind Tom Brady. And then you have the Chiefs whose defense is playing out of their mind. And their offense Jones flipped, is a dog, bro. And the hey. offense when they flip that switch they're unstoppable so with so if i was to just choose two those are those are those are my two although i'm not dead set on either one of them although i did although i am being consistent with picking the packers but all right so moving on from super bowl picks to who do y'all have winning the mvp Let's make this one quick. Oh, snap. Winning
1: the MVP. All right. So, every time I think it's going to be one guy, like, something happens. Like, I thought it was going to be Lamar. Then the Ravens suffered all them injuries. I thought it was going to be Tom. But then they got – then these then the Bucks got shut out by the damn Saints. Saints. <laughs> so, it's like, if I had to pick one this year – I I'll reluctantly say it's Aaron Rodgers. I have a toss like, up. Honestly, yeah, if it, 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 it nothing else, because Aaron Rodgers like, has been consistent the whole season. Plus, we've like plus we've seen a game without Aaron Rodgers, so we know like exactly how important he is to the Green Bay Packers. So, and plus, the media loves Aaron Rodgers. I I, I think I, I think it's gonna be a Rod at this point.
2: I think who really deserves it more. And well, A Rod, he does deserve it because he's been playing lights out than both than other than most other QBs. But if the MVP wasn't such a QB driven award, I think who really deserves it is Jonathan Taylor because he like has proven, of course, he's the running back, the best running back in the NFL right now. Like honestly, if imagine if Derrick Henry wasn't hurt, we'll be talking about who's better, Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has been literally going off. Like just setting like milestones with the culture right now. He's probably like one of the best like running backs we've seen within Indianapolis, in, like in a while. He really is, and like touchdown after touchdown every game. He like shoot that one there averages like almost over a touchdown a game. So Jonathan Taylor, he really does deserve like MVP because when he goes off, the cults win. Like literally, he is like he really drives that whole offense. is like big, big, I'm explosive play. Like, he's a good running back from scrimmage and can just straight up run it downhill. He's, like, the whole... He's basically, like, a smaller... Basically, he can do what Derrick Henry does, but he's, like, a smaller version of Derrick Henry. Like, literally, he puts up Derrick Henry-type numbers. Just He just, like, doesn't weigh as
0: much, and he's not his soul. Shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, I personally pick... Like, I personally want John Taylor to win. And... and It would be tough seeing him on a Madden cover, bro. Yeah, yeah, and and, and yeah, I, I I want, I want, I want John Taylor. I think it, it should be John Taylor. But I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna give Aaron Rodgers the MVP again, and then give a player of the year, and then give John Taylor offensive player of of um the year because that's what they always do. I think that's kind of messed up, but um. I just look at it like, because John Taylor has literally been putting the Colts on their back. And he kind of is saving Carson Wentz from himself, which is like, I need to make a play. Oh my goodness, I'm the quarterback. I am I am the guy. Let me do this. John Tente was like, no, give me this shit. I'm going to do this myself.
2: Making sure I'm Carson gonna, Wentz doesn't take as
0: many hits either. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the one that's going to be running for 170 yards per year per game all right so although he's not doing that but I'm just but I'm just saying so yeah I got I got I got John Taylor and it would be mad of us talking about the NFL if we have if we don't mention these Covid outbreaks that have been happening, not no, just in the that NFL. Is crazy, bro. But before we get, I know into Evan that, wants to talk about that. Shout I, out I, to, I before get
1: we get into that, though. Shout out to the DMV's own Jarrett Patterson for scoring his first ever NFL touchdown last night.
0: Absurd. shout out, shout out to you, shout out to you, my guy. What part of DMV is he is, uh, he from? Oh, he from Glendale. Oh, oh shit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, where from Glendale, my guy? Where? Where you go to high school, Duval? Um, Duval, I think. That's all right. Let's go. Okay. Let's go, PG County boy. Rapping PG. Okay. All right. Um, and then y'all still got Brad Johnson as uh, your kicker, right? Yep. Yeah, that man hit like a smooth line drive. I thought it was going to hit the, Bruh, like gonna that. Bro, like that that ball.
1: first touchdown, bro. I swore I could have swore somebody blocked that John
0: dog <laughs> that's that kick had I was, me like what I was like
1: bro that had to be the lowest kick i have ever seen go through the uprights
2: well, i probably but, forever leave when i joined one bro.
0: <laughs> but uh shout, but uh shout out to brad johnson he's another dmv boy but does the native so let's talk about this covid stuff because covid is not only just affecting the nfl it's affecting the nba it's affecting soccer it's a the NHL. NHL. The NHL literally canceled like all of their games from today on past Christmas. Ooh, so the basically they're on. Shit. So basically they're on a mini Christmas break. Basically from today till Christmas Day. I think they're going to be starting back up. It's the it's day the day till af- Sunday. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be from today till the day after Christmas. Because I don't the know why I was... like that, but I know the fans. I'm just like, damn, the... that sucks for them, bro. Because like... the caps were supposed to play the Flyers. Was that yesterday? Yeah, that's yesterday, and then we were supposed to play the
1: Islanders tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, and we were supposed to play and the Penguins were supposed to play the Flyers today or tomorrow. I think it was today. I think we had two games. I don't quite remember. I should look on my thing, but I'm fully pulling it up. On crazy but, in Pennsylvania, like COVID. So, COVID has run rampant. Not I mean, it really not only just through sports, but just through everything. And we've come to find out that it's Omnicron. Omnicron is on his 2013 LeBron shit, and it is so running Mario, through Bobby. everything. The. The the Autobot COVID motherfucker. That, this is the
1: Omarion. This the ice box variant.
0: <laughs> so, with me saying that, do you think like like what do you think needs to happen? Not even just in sports, but just in the real world, like. Do you see another lockdown? Do you see uh, COVID restrictions getting heightened? Do you see fans not being able to come back to games or having limited capacity? Leagues shutting down. Uh, We already seen one week pause the season. Um, So what do you guys really see happening or what are you scared of what's going to happen and what and not. All
1: right. So basically, I want to start this off by saying, when you think about it, the way we're handling COVID is basically the way we're handling mass shootings in this country. Like, we accepted it as part of everyday life, something that's just going to happen. And we just kind of been trying to ignore it and become deaf to it. So like, so that's, that's what we've done with COVID. Like, COVID, COVID was never over it never went away we just kind of tried as hard as we could to ignore it but what i'm what i think is gonna happen is i think i don't see a full-on lockdown not with the vaccines and the boosters that we have because at this point and we've been this way for about a year now it's been it's been a case of if you want to get the vaccine sure but if you don't get it and you get the virus really that's on you if you get like if, if you don't get the shot and you can't enjoy these privileges that people that do have the shot have that's on you because we gave you the opportunity like we're giving you the opportunity so if you don't want to get it that's on you but i feel like we are gonna have like the heightened protocols again like i believe cap one capital one arena just announced today where starting next month you have to go back like you have to wear your mask inside the arena i feel like that's going to catch on nationwide especially like in new york and la where they're like real serious about it and honestly i feel, but honestly i don't feel like any of the leagues are going to shut down nfl because they're too close to the playoffs they want that playoff race money and they want that playoff money Roger Goodell would not let and, that and, shit happen and, yeah exactly and then and then in the NBA I, I feel like that's not. Going, I feel like the NBA is not going to happen especially not now because Adam Silver wants that Christmas money like number one he wants that yeah, Christmas I money. And, him number two, too. And, number mm-hmm. two, and number two with the NFL having games on Christmas now he doesn't want to lose Christmas to the NFL because just like Thanksgiving is the NFL's day Christmas belongs to the NBA. Adam Silver don't want to lose that. And his ace in the hole for not losing that is Lakers-Nets in the primetime game that it is, like uh, being a primetime game that it is. So, honestly, he better hope and pray the Nets have enough bodies to go to L.A. and play the play Lakers on Saturday because Brooklyn had a game postponed. They were supposed to play the Wizards yesterday, and they had their game tomorrow that they were supposed to play. That got pushed back. So Adam Silver better hope and pray the Nets have enough people. Otherwise otherwise he just might lose Christmas to the NFL.
2: Yeah, you're making a good point though, because honestly, what really does need to happen is that more I probably on the government does need to have like another lockdown like we were, like we had back in um um 2020, spring 2021, when COVID just broke out. We didn't know too much about it, but it's not gonna happen simply because. You know, America, the government, like these professional leagues are just too money hungry at this point. Because, like, it's, when we went on lockdown, it's like it hit people lockdown. hard, it, it hit them the, all the, hard. The, yeah, the,
1: everybody's me, gonna yeah. try everything in their power to and not ben, let that
2: happen. Like, a lot yeah, and that's why the vaccines are, are to available lost. too. Like, like you said, yeah, I mean, that's why these vaccines are available. Like, you said, at this point, if you don't want to get the vaccine, because I was actually listening to a uh, um, like I, I was on my break earlier at work, and I was just overhearing um, whatever something I were talking about on CNN. Some uh, health expert, and he was saying how I believe you have like a 25 uh, time higher chance of getting COVID unvaccinated, and you have a um eight time uh chi- um, um, lesser chance um getting COVID if you are vaccinated, and a 25 higher chance getting COVID if you are um, um if you're unvaccinated. So it's just like, bro, use common sense. Like even have been getting vaccines for like hundreds of years now. It's, like, it's the help. It's, like, to strengthen your immune system for your health and also to protect other people. So it's just, like, yeah, it shouldn't be locked down. Or more, like, it shouldn't... I never locked down shouldn't it happen. I mean, I never locked to It's not going to happen. The fact that we do have these vaccines out and more people are protected. So it's just, like, you said, we're living with it. But at this point, the cases are going to keep on rising the more, like, the more, like, shit is open, people are going to go outside. So it's not much we can really do about it, like, at this point. Like, it's just... we going to have to see how things turn out because we've already lost, really, we already lost control of COVID as it is. So yeah, it's unfortunate. And that
0: was affecting sports once again. I think it's not necessarily like, I agree with you, Evan, the NBA and NFL are not going to cancel their seasons. They're not going to pause them. Um, strictly because money, and yeah, the NFL is so close to the end of the season. They're just like, we're just going to ride it out unless we have just this really big outbreak and we just can't. Um, the NBA, I think the NBA, are gonna they're they're going to do their best to try and get through the season, at least get through these winter months. And then when spring rolls, rolls around, they'll probably be good if they can get through winter. Um, But just like, in terms of like just real world shit, I I I want to lock down for personal reasons because I'm sick of I'm sick of traffic. Okay, I'm sick of traffic. I'm sick of people. Stay your and ass We home. need
1: to bring back <laughs> like them shit. early pandemic
0: gas prices back. Exactly. Hey, yo, gas prices too high. People just be peopling. People don't know how to goddamn drive. And for real, for real. I just want to go to work and come home, okay? I want my commute to, you know, going to work and going from work to be less than an hour and 10 minutes, less than an hour for real, for real. So I, I'm I'm just saying that's just for personal reasons. But on a serious tip, I don't think it's a vaccine problem with America. I saw this on Twitter, and I know a lot of times I can't really get a lot of gifts opinions on twitter but this one i think is very much true it's not a vaccine problem it's a people not wanting to be told what to do problem and the thing is when you have so many voices that are just speaking at one time as it is on social media people's judgment can get altered People don't know what is right, what is wrong, what is true, what is a lie. No one's really going to know because you have so much information in your face at one time. So it's almost like choose what you want to believe. Now, we're all vaccinated. I don't know if any of us are going to get the booster. I'm not even eligible for mine until February, but... Yeah, I'm not eligible for next month anyway. anyway. Yeah. So I, I I mean, I don't we'll see we'll see about that. But at the same time, it's just it's 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 just like people are questioning the vaccine. We didn't have this problem with, with um the with um, the swine flu. People take take their flu shots every single year. People take hep, hepatitis B. HPV, Hep C, tetanus shots, every time they're due. Whenever they say that, that I'm gonna do, oh, let me take this shot. Doink, and you good. You get the shot, and you good. Your arm might hurt a little bit. You might get a little sleepy, but you're gonna be good.
2: Right. Like my father takes a flu shot every year. Like he's good. He never gets a cold, actually. He's really the best during the winter time. So it's like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. come on, bro.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and so it's just and so it's just like you like. And they change up the
2: flu shots every year too. it's technically not the same flu shot every year. So.
0: Yeah, it's, it it it's it's not because just there's like, different strands of the flu every year. Because like, just like and just like COVID, there's different like, there's strands. Literally
1: nothing about COVID that's new that we haven't seen before.
0: Exactly. And and the thing is is, is, is again, people just don't want to be told what to do. And at the same time, it also depends on who's telling them what to do. And the who's telling them is it's the government. People don't want to listen to government officials, especially not nowadays. With again, all this information, all these. Narratives that are out. People hop on the one side and hop on another. And and to be honest, it's like, wait 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 wait. That's our biggest problem. Is okay. When COVID started, we were sitting here saying, "Ooh, well, it's not a cure for COVID." We we'll just have to wait for a vaccine. A vaccine comes. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get the vaccine. Then here you come. Here comes Trump running his mouth about 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 the vaccine, and now people are now people are anti-vaccine. And then, funny enough, Trump gets. I mean, ironic enough, Trump gets COVID and ends up getting vaccinated, which is very very funny to me. But what's even funnier is that man ain't even anti-vax no more
2: exactly now. exactly yeah exactly
0: <laughs> trump We. but but we all know that trump just be talking
2: he can't least really speak up then on social media because he's banned on all platforms like literally oh that's wild it is,
0: and and i gotta and i gotta and i gotta be honest and and i know this is kind of a safe space but is it wrong or too soon of me to say that trump was kind of funny this like, is it wrong for to say that? Like, honestly, he kept, like, the in the a timeline... messed up
1: sort of way, I can actually see where you're coming from. Like, but, like, yeah, but,
2: yeah, yeah, I but see, see what you're saying. He kept the timeline, like, interesting, see,
0: like, you know, like, what? <laughs> but, see, I like dark humor. I laugh at stuff that I really shouldn't be laughing at. Trump said some stuff that just made me just, just say, wait a minute, he really, like, 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 he really just said that? Like our
2: he's like, like, those, that's our president of the nation. Like like I he's keep
0: saying that. like he's one of what those comedians is. that will say some shit that is funny, but is very controversial, and you're kind of sitting here like oof, like like you're middle acting like wait a minute he just he just said that, And this climate. Oh wow! So but, but yeah I I I I I I will admit I I think Trump was a Trump, I mean, biggest speech, villain probably. Trump's speeches <laughs> was was pure comedy. It was, um, and just to close it out, like I agree with Evan. This at this point is just a normal day in the life of. Your average American, we wearing masks. Some are vax, some are not vax. It's going to be a constant debate about should you get vaxxed? should you not get get vax. Is COVID real or not? Did China plant COVID? Um, different treatments and ways to get vaccinated or immunized. Aaron Rodgers, and so all I got to say <laughs> is I just, do, was Aaron just, just <laughs> do your best to stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, be clean, get the fuck out of people's faces, okay? And if you want to get the shot, get the shot. If you don't want to get the shot, well, I'll say a prayer for you. And we'll just leave it at that. So speaking of vax. Speaking of Vax, Kyrie Irving's back. And Kyrie Irving made a comeback.
1: It lasted all of an hour
0: and a half. Kyrie 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 Irving's comeback to the Nets lasted longer than most of my talking stages. So that was supposed to be funny. Lasted longer, lasted longer than a uh, Chris Humphries
2: Kardashian marriage. Oh shit!
1: Nah, Kyrie Irving being back lasted about as
2: long as the Bears being a serious team. Nah, no shit, no bullshit, bro. <laughs> we got Justin Fields. Oh yes, we're good again. No, you guys are never that good. Anyway, <laughs> sorry Bears fans, I just had to slip that in. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so Ky- so Kyrie Urban, the Nets cleared him to play in basically all of their role games that's not in New York and Canada. And I just want to get your takes on it. The forge you. I mean you know he, he made it. Part? Hey, he made it back. He he made it.
2: You that's know hilarious? Right. That's what I gotta say. The philosopher made the way, it there. The
1: way it's set <laughs> up right now, his first game back will be Christmas Day. Against
2: the Lakers, don't ask Kyrie how he feels about Christmas.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, truth be told, I mean, truth be told, I feel like this Kyrie thing can work. I can also see a couple different ways how I- how it could fail. But this just says to me how the Nets are desperate because I-, I know Kyrie's a great player and all that. But if you remember a couple. A couple months ago, Brooklyn was like, we can't have no part-time employees. Either you available for every game or we're not going to play you with none of them.
2: Hey, Evan, bro, and then I for called it to, a couple and then for ago, them ago, oh,
1: backtrack, And then for them to backtrack and go back on that word when they really didn't have to, because if you check the standings, Brooklyn is first place in the East. It's just... It, it just compromises the integrity of the
2: Brooklyn Nets organization. You know what I've seen, bro? Like, look, Basically, I think the Nets just—I said it a couple weeks ago—the Nets just straight up gave up with this Kyrie shit. I think they're just straight up tired, you know. They're done with the drama and everything. Just as as like Philly is, like sick of the bullshit with Ben Simmons. I think they're just sick of the bullshit with Kyrie Irving, bro. Kyrie is look—he's he, different. The thing. He, like, they don't even have to put own, up with none of that. Yeah, but the thing is, they're doing even good. Have to yeah, put up with none I of think there's like one man beat the they like just beat the whole franchise. Yup. I'm like, you know what? Brooklyn their gave their in. Overworked. And it's it just chose, like enabled, yeah. They
1: chose to go back mm-hmm. on their own word, man. And it's like a that, slap in the face to them,
2: honestly. Yeah. It's like a slap and, in the face to their and, organization. So it was like it's really, like, bro. And, you,
1: and, you could, and y'all could say, oh, but Kyrie, like the best point guard in the league, until you turn blue in the face. But, but at the end of the day, Brooklyn said, we, can't, we don't have time for no part time employees, only to turn around and hire a part time employee. Like, uh,
2: yeah that, it's that it's it, it, it's, yeah, it's is, sad and i'm right now
0: it's sad and i mean it's one of it it's just one of those things where it's just like when what am i what am i what am i trying to say like like when will the lesson be learned bro Cause this is not the cause. Again, this is not the first time Kyrie has done this. When uh, the January sixth thing happened, he said, "Oh, I just can't play with all this stuff going on and blah, blase, blah, blah." And then was talking about how he needed to get his mental right, re- his mental health right. And then was seen partying at a birthday party. Granted, it was his sister. When he was partying with his sister, breaking COVID protocols, I just—I don't know. I'm with I'm with I'm with you, Evan. This is kind of this looks bad on the owners. It looks soft. I understand you need players. You you're you're having an outbreak, but you're first in the East. It's December. Even if you don't have the guys. You know, at this point, and y'all go on a little slide, you still have the star power to make all of that up, and they're not the type of, and they're the type of team where they don't need a number one seed. They can sit here, and they can just, if they need to, just coast into the playoffs, get healthy, and if they're a number three seed, that's fine. Because who the hell is beating Kay, a, a, a healthy Katie and James and James Harden and possibly Kyrie? Who's beating that? Yeah, I don't even see my walk. Because, because doing even that, without actually. Kyrie, they were playing lights out. Kevin Durant is a freaking MVP candidate. And James she Harden
2: was, was on a little slump, and now he's back to full form.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Contrary to what some people may. May but may but be, may believe that James Harden's actually a pretty good player, but it's sad, Mo. It's real sad. Oh, you said Pro Bowl starters got 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 another. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We, we could come back to that, but just like finish this up first.
0: All right, um, shoot, I didn't think they would have done it this early, but um. It's just sad bro. We'll see we'll see how we'll see how it's gonna go because it's one of those things where it can either go really really good or it can be really really bad. Maybe he'll comply and get the shot or maybe they're gonna make him hit the road again. but what I also want to say is is even if he does come back full time, how how long is he actually going to play?
2: Because I don't even just, see him staying around this full season. He can like, just honestly.
0: Because he can just up and leave again.
2: Yeah, I don't see him sticking around this. I feel as though something else is gonna happen it's gonna have another personal reason for leaving. It's Kai at this point. Let's all this how we see it. Kyrie Irving just doing what the fuck he wants at this point. Like he's done enough in the NBA. He's like, you know, set of like milestones in the NBA. He's proven you know, put in the work. He has a ring. And he's like put you know, he's done a lot in the NBA and every, and everything. And now he feels like extra entitled just to you know, beat, uh, have, like, a beat to his own drum and, like, not follow guidelines, health and safety guidelines. And it's just, like, I, I don't know, man. It's just enabling, like, you know, players to have a platform that's, like, misleading and, like, mis, you know guiding people with, about with COVID. Because the thing is, Kyrie Irving is not just an average dude. You know, he's, like, a celebrity, basically. He a big mm-hmm. platform. And what he's doing is just, like, enabling a lot of people. You see, he even had, like, Nets fans, like, protesting outside of Nets game one time. Um. After he gave his little Instagram last piece when he first said he wasn't coming back, I'm like, bro, what the hell? I'm like, bro, bro they bro, almost raided Barclays Center.
0: Yeah, it bro. Was, I'm like, It was, really? it was January 6th esque.
2: I'm just like, really, Kyrie? I was like, see what you did, Kyrie? Yup. Like, man. So the Nets doing this is like letting them come back. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they just got. Yeah, they're just like giving in. It is like Dave in. Yup. It goes to show money, like you know, money, like success, like fuck the morals, man. It's all about selling tickets, and the next is want to continue to sell tickets, man. Having Kyrie back, so just his facts. hate. His name there was, a lot another, of weight, there so. was
1: another team that put winning over everything, and now they in a whole bunch of trouble. And Darian knows exactly the team I'm talking about.
0: I I feel like wait, who wait, wait, who are we talking about? Because I want to know. Black the black o- ops. The black ops. Yup. Oh yeah, they're in, they're in deep shit. What happened with that shit? Heaven knows more about it than me. Maybe like All sum it right. up like so. Basically, basically it, like, summary. <laughs> what happened?
1: Like, so, basically, basically, what happened was the Chicago Blackhawks. That's a hockey team. For those that don't know, they were a dynasty in the beginning of the 2010s. But like behind the scenes, there was a lot of sexual assault with like the like with like Ooh, the players in the mm-hmm. locker room and like and and basically, they were paid hush money to try to try and keep quiet about it. So they could keep quiet about it, so it wouldn't distract from the Blackhawks winning. And they was doing this throughout, I believe, all three of their cup wins in, a, in that in that time window. I know it, it wasn't was Kane on the roster. Like, golly,
2: I don't know yeah, they had shit. Patrick Kane, Kane John,
0: John Jonathan Taves, um, what's his name? I can't. Why can't I think of? Mar- I know people they, are looking they, at them now, but like, they, shit, they had Marion Hosa. They had. Really, they had a really good squad. It was them, it was the Blackhawks and Pittsburgh that was kind of dominating the 2010s in hockey. And funny enough, they never met in uh this, uh, this and state the Kings
1: time. too. Can't forget the Kings.
0: See, I think of the Kings like how uh like I think of the Kings like just sprinkled in there, like like the like the Mavericks were. When the uh Lakers and Spurs was uh coming out of the west, that's how I think of the Kings, like they like like they're like they were just there. They, they went to Stanley Cup in like 2013, 2012,
2: win a, win a couple, huh? Then they went a uh, Stanley Cup in 2012, uh, 2013. The Kings
0: they won in 2012
2: and I want to say yeah, 2014. Yeah, a, mm, so they were kind of good back in the early 20s, then mm, yeah. Good.
0: And I and I think one of those wins they one of those Stanley Cup runs, they won as an eight seed, and they they actually beat Chicago. In 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 um the first uh, the first round, but yeah the but yeah the Blackhawks are in some deep shit, and they did it to themselves. Um, moving on. So Evan, let's talk about these uh Pro Bowl starters right right quick. Yeah, I'm all right, look so
1: up, uh, I, Is that like a list I, out? I got them up. I could list them all. So, the Cowboys got four guys. Y'all got Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, and Trayvon Diggs.
2: That's about right.
1: And then, Darian, I mean, not Darian, Mark, y'all got two. Y'all got two guys in. You got Jason Kelsey and Darius Slay. Yep. And then, Washington got two right. and two. Like, Washington got two and two. It's Brandon Scherf and Jonathan Allen.
2: You would have had Chase Young, man, unfortunately. Uh.
1: Seriously. Seriously, man. But then the quarterbacks on the AFC side is Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. After everything, Lamar Jackson made it in. And then on That's the NFC fair. side, on the NFC side, coming as a surprise to no one, it's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Kyle
0: Murray. Wait, wait, wait. What? Russ not a
2: Russell Wilson, is not Rodney a Pro is, Bowler.
1: Whoo. Tom Brady and Kyler Murray. Dak Prescott is not here. Dak Prescott is not here. That's oh, bullshit. Shit. Oh, oh, yikes. Damn. Oh,
2: and that get, hell, the, get that this, Derek.
1: Get this. Neither one of y'all running backs made it either. They got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and James Conner. I'm surprised Alvin no,
0: Kamara. I, I'm I'm I, I'm not I'm not mad at Zeke not being. over. I'm not mad at Zeke. I'm not mad at Zeke not uh, being on there. The injuries messed
2: him up, though, bro. Like, I mean, but Dak, though, Dykes, damn, all the, all the talk he's been getting this year and he still didn't get a pro bowl. Damn. Well, part
0: of it, That's I think part year. of that has to do with the fact that he's kind of, the offense, ever since he came back from that calf injury, we really haven't been the same. So I, I guess that plays a part. But Kyler Murray missed four fucking games. Come on. Yeah,
2: uh, Kyler Mer- I mean, he was like his this is his name, or it's his name. That's why he made it. Yeah. It's just that man, he's upcoming young. He's like want to showcase, you know, him coming up. But yeah. Lamar Jack- but Lamar Jackson, the AFC tie. Of course he deserves to be in it. He's just too good not to be a pro bowler, honestly. He's just like too talented. All right. So the, the
1: AFC running back's actually pretty nice. It's Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon.
0: Sounds about right. That's pretty good. Uh, yep.
1: The wide the re, receivers is, is pretty good. I feel like it might be a little, little bit controversial. Right? On the AFC side is Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. Uh-huh. And then on the NFC side is Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel.
2: Okay. What? Debo, they got Debo Samuel on that joint. So C D Lamb or CeeDee uh, C D Lamb not on that joint. Damn. You no know C D Lamb.
0: Ah! Yo, they CD are Lamar's real. Not- they ah! are really
2: CD Lamb is not a pro bowler.
0: They are really Damn. punishing the Cowboys for going on a slump. They're really doing that. That is ridiculous.
2: Damn, nah, that's fucked up. CD actually deserves to be a pro nah, all, all jokes aside, though. Nah, C D actually deserves to be a pro bowler. He's like a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I don't. I don't understand how he's not in the I Pro Bowl. Say
0: top five, but name, top name, se- well, name top, those top top eight. Hey. Like honestly, name he can't name too other percent. like raw. You said what? Just, yeah. Name off the NFC receivers again. I'm sorry, Mark. NFC receiver. So the NFC receivers. It's Cooper Cup, Devonte
1: Adams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel.
0: See, I kind of have beef with that Debo one.
2: I kind of, uh, I kind of like. I want to say Debo's better than you, CD Lamb.
0: You can, you can. Well, Debo's used. Debo for more. done Debo the spot. Debo, Debo done Debo the Hey, that's a good one, In bro. more ways than <laughs> than um, CD Lamb, but they're basically the same player. When you really think numbers, about it, He numbers though. The like player.
2: honestly, they both deserve to be in it. It's just the fact that it's so many spots. But damn, CD, yeah, bro. I, I don't. He should have been like in it before. I, know he he just like should have found a way in there i mean of course cooper cup he deserves to be in there he's just like been going off this either cooper cup is just the whole rams offense yeah <laughs> Literally. i
0: can't i can't say nothing about justin jefferson like justin jefferson like, too. Like, like those like those first three it's like no okay, best understand. receiver honestly
2: well then again yeah justin jefferson is a dog too i don't put yeah,
0: yeah he's just I, like I think Justin Justin Jefferson is the best receiver that came out of that that came out of that draft. Yup.
2: Mm-hmm. So Devonte Devontae not, Adams is Devontae Adams. So it's like, damn, like this just so many spots, bro. That's what it is. He just missed the spot. Like, but Debo Samuel, nah, yeah, yeah, that's controversy. That's like a toss-up with Debo Samuel and C D Lamb. That yeah, uh, I, I, and plus like his team is having a better season too with C D Lamb, technically. So it's just like, really? <laughs>
0: What are the tight ends looking 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 like? George right. Kittle, of course, number one.
1: All right, or so tight ends. All right, let, All right. I lost the page for a minute. I'm, I'm getting it back up. All right, here we go. Tight ends. AFC, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey. All
0: right.
1: Yep. NFC, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts.
2: Kyle Pitts?
1: Kyle
0: George Pitts. George Kittle.
1: Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts? What? Kyle Pitts. Oh uh, no! Nah. A sleeper for offensive nah. rookie of the year, Kyle
2: Pitts. I, I mean, no, Kyle Pitts—he's been doing good. Yeah. But nah,
0: see, like the, see, no, no. no. I can understand that. I can oh, understand no. that. He's
2: been kind of slummed. He's not, been like,
0: I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that.
2: I'm not. No, don't get me wrong. He's not like he's he's he can go walk well, though, but he's been like mid like for most of the season though. He hasn't been having the season we thought we he was gonna have the way we hyped him up. He's been really like mid. If you look at his like his stat line, very mid. Like some of his numbers, he's been held under like seventy yards basically throughout like most of the season and like held like basically didn't score. Only has like probably like I think four touchdowns overall in the whole season. Yeah, it doesn't have like I don't think he only has like five touchdowns total. So I don't know, Kyle Pitts.
0: Uh, it's I mean, some but other what other tight, tight ends? But but what other tight ends in the in the NFC would you? Would you Zach like,
2: Ertz? I would actually
0: say I mean Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Ertz yes. Zach Ertz. Dallas Zach Ertz
2: yes. Too. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Dallas yeah, Goddard. Yeah, that's
1: not and, gonna be a body. and honestly, I would have put Logan Thomas in there if he wasn't injured. If he stayed no, if Logan Thomas if Logan healthy, Thomas would have stayed healthy, he would have been in this conversation too. Yeah, yeah and, I, but, and I and, I, and, oh, and, and I guess you could throw
0: in Dalton Schultz too, but I I, oh, I guess is, I guess that man, one I guess oh, that man. one's just me being biased. Kyle Pitts, I'm not mad. See, I'm not mad at that. I'm more mad at, I'm more mad at Dak Prescott not being in than I than I am at anything. To be honest, this
1: is the first time I'm not. I'm actually not mad at anybody on my team not getting in. Like everybody either deserved to get in or didn't. They like the my closest the, they, the closest we have to a snub is DeRon Payne.
0: Yeah. What about what about Terry? Terry, Terry I mean, he
1: was he was struggling with an injury. I feel like that's the only reason why they didn't get him. That why
2: did didn't mess them him up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, his efficiency Cause, cause went like, down.
1: Because it's like I would have said the record, but like, but like Washington's not too long removed from that four game win streak, so like the record could only count but so much against Terry's case. Right.
0: All right. So what it's about only so Jason
2: Kelsey got in there? Cause he's like so what's... one of the best like, old line man we've seen in the NFL, right. the way he gets old.
0: <laughs> so what's the defense looking
2: like?
1: All right. So the defense. So we go, I'm going to start with the interior linemen since it's the first one up on the AFC is DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward.
0: Okay. That's good. I'm Chris Jones. definitely not mad at
1: that. And then NFC, in addition to Jonathan Allen, it's Aaron Donald and Kenny Clark.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's about right, because it's not really out there. Yeah. Or you you probably would to say uh, – um, well, what's his name? Uh, ah, what's his name on the Vikings, though? Oh, um, um, uh, D- uh, D- D- uh, yeah, Daniel uh, D- 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 Hunter, though. But didn't he get injured, yeah. though? Yeah, I think he got injured. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Hunter probably could have been, yeah, pro for sure, because he's a dog, though. But I think he's, like, out for the season, though. So, he definitely could have been a pro bowler for the NFC, as far as defensive lineman. because D-Hunter is tougher on the Vikings. And that Vikings defense overall is – Tough, like low key kind of underrated to me. They have some good that's some good players when I fight in defense. You seen them step up so. Mm. And then on the
1: AFC side is Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, Trey Hendrickson. I almost messed that one up Trey Hendrickson.
0: I'm going to tell you this right now. That is so scary when you think about it. Miles
2: Garrett by himself like
0: this, just I mean, and and Trey and Trey Hendrickson is having a very underrated season, more so because he plays on the Bengals and no one takes the Bengals seriously. At least the Bengals defense seriously, but he's been having a a, a mad underrated season. Max Crosby is the he, he he is the third greatest Crosby of all time for a reason. Only third, but be, behind Sidney Crosby and uh, Mason Crosby.
1: Anyways, and then the NFC defensive ends is Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Cam Jordan.
2: Yeah, Nick Bosa, he, he deserves to be on there from the okay. Boston brothers.
0: Okay, I'm trying to keep my bias out. I'm really trying to keep my bias out. Well, you don't hear any def- uh, like Demarcus Lawrence D law. No, nah, d-, ha- d D has d- d- been out for like basically the whole season. The whole season, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He, he just early. he just came back. All right, um about uh did you say defensive ends for uh yeah I A- just season? said
1: yeah I said DN's NFC. All right,
0: uh all right, so, line- all right, so linebackers.
1: You want inside or outside first?
0: Uh don't matter, whichever one comes up first.
1: All right, inside on the AFC is Darius Leonard and Denzel Perryman.
0: Darius Leonard deserves
2: to be on there. Yeah, Perryman. Like the hey, like, hey, one of the best hey, players hey, in the NFC. Yeah, him,
0: him. All right, NFC,
1: NFC is Micah Parsons, and I'm going to give y'all one guess who the other one is.
0: It's Micah. Damn it. Why can't I think his name?
1: What team he played for?
2: uh the Bucks, right? No, no, not the. But he don't
1: play for the Bucks.
2: Oh. Saints. Nope. Some team down. I thought some team down south is like low.
1: This team is not in the south at all.
2: Oh shit! I don't know then. Yeah, I are thought it was like, nowhere close to the south. Shit! Is it it's dude? Bobby is it?
1: Wagner.
0: Oh,
2: Seattle. See, he.
0: He been quiet too. That's just because the Seahawks, Seahawks have been
2: like, so, yeah, they just like had a bad season. Like, I would never thought it was that Bobby Wagner. Like, he wouldn't be a Pro Bowler, but yeah, the Seahawks they just been like bad this season. Yeah. All
1: right, so outside in the AFC, it's TJ Watt, Joey Bosa, and Matt Judon.
2: Of course, TJ Watt was going to be on there. That's a that was a
0: given. And
1: then on yeah. the
0: NFC side, uh, 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 go ahead. I was, I was, I was just gonna say, I, I think like the only thing that would have made me mad is if TJ Watt was not on there. So that's, you, that's a giver. I'm con, I'm content.
1: So on the NFC side, it's Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, and Shaq Barry.
2: Robert Quinn about it, like he, he he can he can break the sack of record honestly this season. Robo Quinn is a dog. He's been having an underrated season, really, because this is the Bears. He's literally the highlight of that Bears defense, the only good thing going on in Chicago. Kind of sad. I feel, feel bad for him, though, because, like, literally, Robo Quinn has, like, like, done it all on the defense as far as, like, sacks. Like, he's, like, the only bright spot in that defense, that Bears defense. So he definitely deserves to be a pro bowler.
1: And then the corners on the AFC is. JC Jackson, Xavier Howard, Denzel Ward, and Kenny Moore.
0: Okay. I ain't arguing that. Okay, J Okay, JC's in, in there. I'm fine.
1: I'm fine with JC that. definitely deserves it, dog. J- yeah. JC deserved mm-hmm. it. And then been... for the NFC, I already told y'all Trayvon Diggs and Darius Slay. The other two is Jalen Ramsey and Marshawn Lattimore.
2: Marshawn Lattimore, that could be debated with Marshawn Lattimore. That can be debated. Really?
0: Rasul Douglas.
2: That could really be debated. I don't know if Lattimore deserves to be a yeah, problem Lattimore got it over year.
0: Douglas, man.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: I, I mean, I mean, I'm not I mean I'm not I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm just I'm just thinking like Rasul Douglas has been having a pretty good season, but he kind of you know started surging after that Arizona game for the Packers. Um and then next is safeties, right? And then
1: yeah, all right, I'm gonna just do all of these at once. Is Derwin James? The Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, of
0: course, Buda yep.
1: Baker, Harrison Smith, Kevin, like Kevin Byard, and Quandre Diggs. Hmm.
0: The Jordan Honey Badger, guys,
2: of course to be on there. Jordan Poirier got snubbed. He got snubbed Go for sure. Uh, He's been good, like, for a couple seasons with, the like, the Bills cuz like but since like 2018 he's really been having a good season with the Bills. He's been like one of those top they're really their top safety. Especially with those interceptions he have been getting.
0: It. I'm content. I think the only thing that really makes me mad is well one I think Jaron Ron Kirk should should uh for the uh, this is just me being biased. J. Ron Kirsch should probably at least get a be somewhere close to the Pro Bowl and Dak Prescott not being in Dak Prescott not being in just vexes. That's me. actually a shocker to
2: me. Like, that Dak vexes Prescott me. Be the QB.
0: But I but I get it. Like it makes me mad, but I understand why he's not in.
2: And the quarterbacks over him, just like you know their names themselves, is like in the teams they have. It's just uh, the voting was just gonna kind of be, I guess, just over. I mean, but Kyler Murray, though, I mean, oh, Kyler Murray literally got it because, like, the Cardinals started off, like, undefeated for so long. Like, that's the literally reason why Kyler Murray is in in there uh, as a pro bowler. Because the Cardinals, like, has just, like, the big, like, hot start looking like Super Bowl favorites. But, you know, he's still doing good, but then he kind of slumped off. So, I guess you can kind of, like, maybe debate whether Dak Prescott could be over Kyler Murray, maybe, in a sense, somewhat. Because Dak Prescott has played more games this season
0: too, so yeah. But he 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 kind of yeah. has been put. He kind of teetered off in in the uh, second half of the season. But mm-hmm. moving on, we're going back to the NBA. Our last NBA topic. Um. So last week or a couple weeks ago, I can't quite remember. Me and Samper kind of had a debate on like why the Lakers get so much national media time and that there are other teams and players aside from LeBron and the Lakers that deserve to have more airtime? The, the world needs to know more about them. Was that, so, the, was that
1: the one where he said it's because the Lakers are America's team?
0: Yes.
2: That was and, last and, week. I remember this debate here. Yeah. And,
0: and brought it up. this topic, that I have, that I brought up. Who are players or teams that that needs more love by the national NBA
1: media? All right. So teams, I already know where I'm going. It's the Cavs and the Grizzlies. I mean, Cleveland is third place in the Eastern Conference right now. So like, right, there's that. As far as as far as players that deserve more love. Rudy Gobert is a perennial favorite in that category. So it's Rudy Gobert. And then I'm going to say, who else? Who else do I want to say? Um, I'm thinking of a Grizzlies player too, because like John Morant been out for like, what, a he month? Gets
0: up. Yeah. And
1: you look at Memphis right now, they're fourth in the West.
0: Jaron Jackson.
1: Jaron Jackson. Yeah, let's. Let's say yeah.
0: they almost forgot about him yeah
2: yeah but he's definitely been stepping up um i think honestly a team that deserves hmm let's see i, I don't you know i kind of agree with you with the cavaliers because i really i've been talking about the cavaliers all season kind of hyping them up because what the cavaliers are doing i feel like they're playing with a chip on their shoulders saying look we can like be a winner franchise without the player lebron james without lebron james being on our roster so Cavaliers definitely deserve. They need to be talked about more. And that's the beautiful thing. They're getting all the hype and I, I don't,
1: when LeBron I don't, was on the squad. Get the sense with Cleveland that this is in spite of LeBron. Like you really don't feel like like this team organic has any organic ties to LeBron James. Of course, like if they keep keep up this winning as we get closer to the playoffs, people are going to bring up like, oh, the Cavs are winning without LeBron. This is the first time Cleveland's been in the playoffs without LeBron since da 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 da. But all of that is media manufactured. I don't really think the team has any, like, any ties themselves to LeBron James. Like, yeah, that's exactly. That's the, yeah, that, that's,
2: that's the what that's our perspective. perspective about too. this. This, this mm-hmm. really feels like something new and fresh in Cleveland. It's like the post-era. It's like like a new chapter. Basically, like a new chapter. Like, 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 yeah. that's, like,
1: they're far enough in the post-LeBron era where Cavs fans don't instinctively think of LeBron right off the bat when they think of this Cavs team. Like, this Cavs team is all about um, Colin Sexton, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. It's, Jared it's about is play- Ricky Rubio. It's about players like that.
2: Yeah, Ricky Rubio's still balling out, too. Like, this late in his career. <laughs> like, he, he's he been, like, having some highlights this season. I've been saying that. I was like, dang, 2021, Ricky Rubio still putting up these kind of, like, little highlights? Okay. And somehow, Ricky Rubio... For some reason, he gets a actually has gotten a lot of hate in the past. Have y'all noticed that Ricky Rubio? I've noticed that he's actually gotten like a lot of hate for some that's reason. I don't he's know another, why. When you
1: when you're known as like a timber it kind of comes with the territory. Carl Anthony Towns is literally like there's only two except two exemptions to this rule. It's Carl Anthony Towns and it's um Kevin Garnett. Everybody else, if you're primarily known as a Timberwolf, that comes with the territory.
2: Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's kind of funny hearing his name still, but yup. Yeah, I yeah, but honestly, teams I deserve more national media. I go with the Cavs though. They, they they deserve it, and they deserve it like going as long as they continue to play good. They deserve to be talked about, and actually, you know, be a relevant team to be talked about. You know, with no ties to LeBron or nothing like that. I finally get to see like a Cleve, You know, in the city of Cleveland, you know, they've been going, going through so much bullshit, and now they're finally like, you know, win it, like having something to look forward to hey, yeah, they, they deserve it, so they about the of
1: through A lot of bullshit. If the season ended today, the Timberwolves and the Kings would both be in the play-in tournament, and it's like yep. I know that's not what you should be striving toward, but with all the bullshit the Timberwolves fans have had to go through and the Kings fans have had to go through, this is the least that they deserve, man.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm kind of going to uh stay with you on the Timberwolves wave um,
1: we at the 301 Outlet Podcast affectionately refer to this Timberwolves season as the Timber Bitches retirement tour.
0: I would also like to note that I do not refer to the Timberwolves as as the Timber Bitches. I, because it's the
1: retirement tour.
0: But I'm going to stick on the Timberwolves theme and I'm going to say a player and that's Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think we really appreciate how good of a this is not because I'm wearing his jersey by the by 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 the way I actually feel like I actually feel this Carl Anthony Towns would be regarded as probably one of the best bigs in the game if he didn't play in Minnesota and and Minnesota struggles throughout at least his career not necessarily his fault um but not all of it so I think people, in a sense, need to chill on Carl Anthony, need to chill on Cat because he's actually really – he's a really good player. The
2: best thing in Minnesota right now, like, if anything, he should be wanting to get out. Minnesota don't deserve him, if anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, he probably does want out of Minnesota. But um, in terms of team, I agree. It's Cleveland. They are third in – They are third in the East right now, and they are playing very competitive basketball. Granted, and they're doing, actually, they're doing this without Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton is hurt. He's He's even more
2: impressive. Yeah. He's out for the rest rest
0: of the year. And Mm -hmm. so just thinking about how we always link Cleveland to LeBron, how LeBron gave Cleveland their first championship how LeBron put Cleveland on on the map. LeBron this, LeBron that. Like Evan said, this is a chance for them to make their, it's a new era in Cleveland. And they have two great young guards and, and and a big and Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, you know, with the guards and then Evan Mobley, the big. And they just gave Jared, Jared Allen $100 million. They got Lori. But they have a nice little squad. And I just think people need to just take notice. Understand that the Nets and the Bucks are not the only teams in the East. You're about and to say, truth
1: be and- and told, I really feel like the Cavs are doing what the Hawks were supposed to be doing by this point. And how, they, they, like how they're just up there in like, right up there hanging with the upper echelon in the Eastern Conference right now. This is where we thought the Hawks were going to be.
2: Well, they, they Hawks, on the paper, They should be doing Atlanta it.
1: Atlanta is, if I'm going to check the NBA standings, Atlanta is 11th place in the East. If the season ended today, they wouldn't even make a play in tournament.
2: Yeah. Man, they have a little high streak that just went cold. Shit. What's going on? Like, Trey Young, like, he psh- – yeah, a lot of hype coming into this season, too. I'm, I'm actually shocked about how bad the Hawks are doing so far. I'm actually shocked. I
1: think the Hawks and the Knicks are in the same boat at, in the in the sense that the league kind of figured out how to play against
2: them. I mean, I wasn't like, taking the Knicks like, seriously because like, it's like, the, the Knicks, like, though, but the like Hawks, the Hawks though, did, had more did so
1: well because couldn't nobody figure out their offense. The Knicks did so well because couldn't nobody figure out how to score on that defense. Now teams are starting to figure that out
2: you had to get around Julius Randle cuz Julius Randle yep. he he was stepping up bro it,
1: it, it ain't even how to get around Julius to get around Julius Randle it's basically how to score on that Knicks defense to put the Knicks in a situation where they have to beat you with Julius Randle and
0: and he we can't all do know it all on this
1: podcast if Julius Randle is your number 1 scorer you ain't going to win too many games
0: no, and that's why they got Kemba Walker
1: yeah, Kemba Walker, but it's, like, even he has issues with, like, staying healthy. So, like, so like New York is in, like, a tough spot. I mean, they, they could come back, but it's a tough spot.
2: Right. No, it really is with the Knicks. It's, like, they still have that potential right there, but really, it really is. as matters, like, if the Knicks can stay healthy, really, with, like, with, honestly, with Kemba. They need a, they need a point guard. It's like, and, I feel like
1: the Knicks are going to yeah. turn their season around. I just hope it doesn't happen tomorrow night.
2: Because that's what the Wizards play. I feel like I feel like when well, you started you saying that, yeah, you don't want them like the yeah catch up with the Wizards and shit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so moving <laughs> what on, that's, so like,
2: potentially could happen?
0: <laughs> so we're done with the sports for today. Um. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, and I wish, I really wish Sanford was was here for this. And again, you know, I, I, you know. Hope you, you know, well wishes to use to you, brother. Um get the would have
1: heard that cast and would have been like, this brother's spitting. Yeah. He was really getting <laughs> some information.
0: But um so it is again a year since this podcast started. Like our first episode with the three of us um like I said a lot has happened um a lot of things we've grown a lot let me go to anchor real quick and pull up these statistics we've grown a lot um we are at Two and a half. We're at twenty five hundred plays
2: right now in a year, and we set that goal for the end of the year. But we already like surpassed that now. So hey, yeah. we appreciate that support.
0: And so, number number one, I want to thank you know like the supporters, like the people that listen to all of our shows, the people who have. Been a friend, they've told a friend, done some guerrilla marketing. People who have checked us out, you know, and even if you don't like us, that's fine. Um, You know, I wanna thank the people who have said that they will come on to this show and not only us help them grow, but them help us grow um shout out to you know like our families you know because they be they be behind us you know the friends our friend groups you know the entanglements chats um shout out asia because asia be you know, giving us feedback and um, and um, stuff like that. And she's, you know, you know, she's real with it. Just, just a shout out to everybody, bro. Like, like, like we're ever so thankful. Um, words cannot describe like how thankful we are, and it only gets better from here. Um, so with that being said, I kind of want to talk about some of the growth that we've had like in this podcast and I kind of want to start off with this who do you try to emulate the most Or like who do you take from like who is your podcasting media role model honestly
1: I feel like it's a mix of Stephen A. Smith and Jalen Rose because it's like, I like the way they talk about subjects and I like the energy they bring to them because it's like when they talk, you listen. And it's not, and with a lot of it, it's not necessarily because of like their big name, it's because of how they convey the information and how none of it seems like boring or repetitive. Like it it all sounds like some new stuff, even if they've already said it before.
2: Like so, that's that's that for me. For my podcast, I'm gonna go over like a non-sports podcast. I'm gonna go more of an entertainment podcast, just like social one. I'm gonna go with No Jumper, the Adam for Twenty Two podcast, and him and AD. Cause I like the way I like the format um, with the podcast, the intro, especially when they do like the quick segment of uh, podcast. Um, quick, like kind of like quick run through podcast. It looks just like a news report and everything. You know, like they have their typical uh, like little intro beat and stuff like that, and they go right into each subject, go like directly into the storylines, they like go straight into the details. They don't waste any time, and then like Adam usually just gives it off like the uh, ad, and he just like analyzes like his more and his and everything and shows like why he feels the way he feels and everything. So. I like kind of like the way they do that format. It's like pretty like quick and like straight to it, kind of like a uh, breaking news report with the way they do their podcast. And that's a, a no jumper, and they're pretty uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool too. Plus, I just like music in general with the No Jumper podcast, and that just get, just like kind of like sort of can give us ideas, of so like in the future when we really like take off more and invest more into um money into the podcast. It's like yeah, we can really start doing these effects and everything and make it look like just like this. And I know like eventually we're gonna be like popping just like them so i kind of like look at the you no know, jumper podcast like that it really keeps me like entertained of what they have to talk about like something you know new and you know they're going to like you know at their personality so you know they're going to like give a certain take on it so yeah and it's
1: like while we on the topic they need to go ahead and get bradley beal and Montres hair on the show they, they gotta let them have their own podcast because yeah, that would be lit
2: bradley beal and be would be Bradley Bill, he loves to talk about the 10 and 3. Bradley Bill will be funny as shit, bro. Because it, it, Bradley Brad Bill on Twitter is at the podium and just letting them go bro. off on any topic. Bro, 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 Bradley B top. on Twitter himself. This is Bradley Bill's Twitter himself. He said, said some shit. Ever since he said he tried to claim Mo, like he tried to like, you know, claim Mo as like a St. Louis. I do like bro, nah, no, no, nah, Stop. Nah. Stop, Bre- stop like, Bradley. I was like, I gotta hear what Bradley, you're like, like, Bradley like, saying.
1: Bradley fan is funny, bro. <laughs> I don't think took Bradley Bill got one of two bowls on Twitter. Like on one, like Either A, he's on there cutting up, or B, he's firing off cryptic tweets about absolutely nothing.
2: Bro, Bradley Beal was a character. <laughs> like, I can tell, he can just pass like, the that, vibe check. It's like outside of basketball.
1: That man and like, his you know, wife had the whole NBA world thinking he was about to get traded at least six different times, only to find out that man was just talking about Call of Duty. Bro, he's a troll. Honestly, Bradley Beal was a troll, but, bro. Like, like, and, I and that's that about the beautiful her. part. He knows what he's doing. Is that he knows what he's doing and he's st- and he still does it. He sees a troll. He's like a low key underrated troll. Point, he's, he's, like, just he's just under- low key with it, bro. On purpose, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he wakes up some mornings like, hmm, I think I'll set the NBA Twitter world on fire today. I'm gonna to follow him honestly. Like, you just, have to just tweet scroll, out <laughs> the eyeball emoji
2: and just cut the phone off. Because he thought you thought Joelle and B, bro, was a troll, but Riley Beal, he be like, he be trolling just as much sometimes, especially just on Twitter. Like he he's always saying something. So him with a podcast. <laughs> No, he'll have a lot to say, bro. <laughs> like that would, that would be funny if Bradley Grove gets a poll. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I I actually like the um what Evan said about 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 Stephen A. I'm gonna say mine. I'm gonna say like it's kind of like Shannon Sharp, and more so Pat McAfee. And I'm saying Pat because Pat is very, now of course I'm not as energetic as Pat as Pat is, but Pat is more like, like, like he's very free with how he talks, with how he describes things. He's very open about who he is and what he's about. And he lets people know that he doesn't know much about certain things. And he tries to he and he tries to relay on topics as simply as he can. And he's also not afraid to be a fan, too. And I say Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp just be just be talking that real. Shannon Sharp keeps it real. And Shannon Sharp just knows how to be goofy and funny. And he talks and he talks a lot of shit, and and whatnot. But he also knows how to take how he also knows how to how to take a L too. So I look at that. I look at them as just two people that I, that like I just try to, that I just try to emulate and like take what they do and put it on here. But also not just on here, but in but in real life too. Because they're both really just seems to be, like, really good, genuine people. And Pat McAfee, he be dropping some gems, too, though, like, low-key.
2: Like, you ever listen. Like, he do, he be dropping some gems, though. Like, I do definitely respect Pat McAfee. And the fact that Pat McAfee, you know, he went from, like, an NFL punter to, like, just basically brought, like, that whole view we seen with punters and everything. Just brought, like, the swag. Basically just went, like, basically being yourself. Look how far what being yourself can get you, you know, not caring what how, like, you're generalized and just boom. Look at him now, bro. Huh. Bro,
0: like, him, him, being, him being himself got him $30 million, bro.
2: Like, yeah, like probably the richest punter ever coming out of the NFL. Like, literally, bro. It's like, bro, you say, look, as a punter, I'm still a fucking NFL player. Look, I'm still doing it. And look, he wasn't afraid to make tackles either, bro. And the, big and, the, player. And, the,
0: and the thing and the thing is, is his show crosses has crossed over so many different genres because with the Aaron Rodgers thing he had a lot of polit- he went through politics music um sports all of that shit man and it's it's great like he's had like I think the last rapper that that he had was Wale when when um, he was uh rolling out a uh, full r two and he ain't and, and and he had Wale on on there, and apparently they actually know each other. They're pretty good friends, and I'm just like, yo, this man Pat McAfee is everywhere. He man, does a vibe, bro. <laughs> he, does, he does. like if you ever hear him on SmackDown, that's how he is on his show, and I assume that's how he is in real life too,
2: because like we just seen him so much the way he is, He's just like. Yeah, he probably has to be like that in real life because the fact that it's just like him being, you know, a partner in the NFL, like, and still play with that kind of energy and still stepped up to make them kind of play, that can tell It's like, oh, yeah, you can tell that energy can just transfer, like, anywhere, no matter, like, what you do bro. like, yeah, whatever he does, he's making sure he does it right and does it, you know, gets respect out of it. So, yeah, Pat McAfee definitely, like, has one of, like, one of the best podcasts out there, like, most interesting ones, too. He covers it all, yeah.
0: Yeah, and looking back on this last year of podcasting, what have you learned about yourself, about podcasting in general, um, about the world, and what are some things that you feel you need to work on?
1: All right, with well, me, I really feel like what I learned about. Myself and really the people around me is that there is a really supportive community here, like in the DMV. We have a really good circle, y'all. Like you, me, like the three of us, Sanford, like we have a great circle around us who constantly like listen to our podcast and share our podcast. What I learned about the world is basically everybody is that a lot of people are selfish and they don't like to. They don't like to be told what to do. They don't like to be told no. So that's what I that's what I like. That's what I learned about the world. What I learned about myself is I really need to I really have a bad habit of thinking that everything bad that happens around me is somehow directly connected to me. Like it's happening because of me. And like so and, and while sometimes it is true because I'm real big on accountability, so sometimes it is true. But a lot of the times it's just coincidence, like like bad stuff is coincidence and like it really ain't got nothing to do with me. And I just so happen to be in the area. But this is the type of stuff I beat myself up about all the time. But, yeah, I really I really just got to, in a sense, just be like the world does not revolve around me. Like everything that happens around me doesn't happen specifically because of me.
2: I see. For me, well, with like the whole year with the podcast, I'm gonna kind of piggyback on what Evan said about the uh, support group. I learned that um, really, it is like a lot of support like around uh, around me, even like when I think it's not, and around us. Cause sometimes like I feel as though like when I, I feel like when I'm feeling down, I feel as though it's just like you know no one has your back and everything. But just with this podcast itself, like it's, like, people that hit me up, like, when, like, a, you know, constant basis a lot about the podcast, like, shout out Asia, she's somebody else, and even my coworkers, too, it's, like, they uh, talk about my podcast, even have the notifications on, it's, like, they always ask me about my podcast, and I'm kind of, like, sometimes I'm shocked, I'm, like, okay, people are actually tuning in to hear what I have to say and everything, and actually, like, checking out, you know, me, like, on platforms, like, I'm because I'm taking time on my day to do this because I want to, and I'm actually, like, you know, getting, like, listens out of it, and uh, the those, always paying off, and, I don't even ex- expect it and it's just been coming out So I realized that when you're doing something which you like, you know, and when you're putting in, like, you know, the work and you realize, like, you get not good feedback. You don't have to really expect it. It's when you really don't expect much. That's when, like, the most, like, come, uh, you know, like comes to you. So, yeah, yeah that's what I learned. Um, and one thing I do have to, like, uh, learn about myself and it's kind of, like, what's similar to what Evan said about when bad things happen to you, you feel as though, like, it's just your fault directly because you, like, like, you have a conscience and everything, you want to feel account- accountable, but sometimes it's just it's like you, like, I need to work with, like, not overthinking certain things and realize, okay, just calm down, like, relax, and just, like, you realize you're doing, like, everything, you know, you didn't do anything wrong, so just continue to push forward and, like, move on, and just, like, as long as, like, you know, you have, like, good intentions and everything, and you, like, you don't have any kind of, like, bad, like, you know, like, bad intentions, like, trust me, as long as you continue to do right, you're going to be fine, and, like, no one's like attacking you and everything and also like not to take offense to everything too so and honestly learning being on a podcast hearing different viewpoints having different guests also learn like just to hear like you know put myself in like in other people's shoes and realize okay maybe they feel a kind of way because they want to and also learn like like you know sometimes you don't have to react to everything in a certain way as well so just learning how to handle situations and everything in life Uh, also like you know just help me doing this podcast in general with our discussions and it also helped me do like everyday life in general even with Dalton. so yeah that's what I got out like this year long like running this podcast definitely helped me improve just overall like life habits in general and that's how you become like just happier and less stressed out
0: yeah most definitely um I'm gonna say one thing that I learned like, just from podcasting is more so just how to use your own platform and to not be scared to say how you really feel. Because at the end of the day, this is our platform. This is our outlet to talk. This is our outlet to share what we feel like we want to share so with that it's just learning how to use it and still learning how to use it how to be better at using it and learning how to be better at growing it um i would say that what i would need to do to get better is, number one, not being so timid. I'm still working on that. Just not being so timid and just speaking up. Not just on here, but in real life. Um, And just being bold. Like, cause you never know what opportunities Await, await you if you don't speak up and say that this is what you want. So you can miss out on any type of opportunity if you don't just speak up and just say what you want. And you're being real timid and shy. I mean, I'm a naturally shy person, but I will say another thing that I went like with the real world just over the course of the last year, is that just number one, just take care of yourself. Really take care of yourself. Like Evan said, people don't like being told no. And I've learned just with with people is people always say, that they respect when you take your space they respect you know that you need your alone time and this that and the fourth and that you kind of need to close yourself off from certain people but they hate when they find out that they're part of those certain people and it is hurtful and it's nothing like malicious it's more so just like I just need a break. And people don't like that. And even when you communicate it, people don't like it. And for me, it's just like half the things that people get angry about, half the things that people get upset about, it really ain't got nothing to do with me. As y'all said before, it really got nothing to do with me. It's not something that I need to harp really hard on. Unless I truly did something, then there's no reason for me to even give it any much thought. So, for me, that's what it is. And, again, I really do want to thank all the supporters. Um, Shout out to Sanford, because Sanford really the one that puts all of this together he is he is the glue he is the engine that he is the engine that makes this thing run and you know it is very sad that he's not able to be here but just as somebody who has known sample for a long time we've had deep talks and we've seen each other just in the darkest of places like I just want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you. And again I hope you get well brother. You are it, it it's 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 like it's crazy how much he does for the people around him as well as himself, his family. This man does a lot. And it would, be, it, 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 it would be criminal of me to not sit here and just say that I am ever so thankful for Sanfa. So with that, I really just want to give a thank you to him. Um, I also want to give a thank you, like Mark said, shout out to Asia, because Asia really do be listening. And she really does give her feedback. And she's real with it. Um, shout out to Kiki, shout out Entanglements Chat, shout out to the bros, um, excuse me, all of, all of, you know, the people that have came on to this chat, shout out to our first time listeners, shout out to our last time time listeners, all of y'all, like, this wouldn't be possible without y'all, um, and we appreciate y'all, giving. You know, four knuckleheads, stooges, as Pat McAfee calls, from the DMV, just talking shit. Like, this is what we do when it's just the four of us, and we're just sitting around doing nothing. So, thank you all. And we have one more topic, and then we're going to get the hell up out of here. Um, so Christmas is here, yes, sir. In a couple days, few days um, what is days Christmas? What is Christmas to you? Um, what are some of your Christmas traditions? And does Christmas still feel the way today as it did when you were younger?
1: All right, so to me, what Christmas means to me is like a time to be with friends and family and that's even more important now with with everything that's going on and covid and whatnot and it really it doesn't mean as it doesn't mean the same thing as it as it meant when i was a kid because basically as a kid christmas just meant presents like you get the presents and as an adult i'm the one buying presents but i still get a satisfaction out of christmas because because of like the togetherness and I really just like Christmas songs or what, like Christmas songs or whatnot. Cause I'll sing the hell out of Silent Night by the Temptations. So there's that and the Christmas tradition for me. And I feel like y'all, y'all about to do the same thing. We about to just kick back and watch NBA, like watch the NBA all day
2: long. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> and, and before, and before I'm finished, bro, and I know everybody like some people out there can relate, but Christmas Christmas in a house with no kids is chill, bro. It's really chill.
2: Yeah, it like, is. You ain't
1: gotta worry about nothing.
2: Yup, yeah, no little ones. Like you can just like, do like, you like, chill. Ain't, ain't nobody waking you up
1: at six in the morning. Ain't no mm. like like running all around the house.
2: Like, screaming no, and yelling and shit screaming yeah. and
1: yelling like, like you, you can wake up whenever you want open a presence whenever you feel like and then when the is less done, junky like, and, and then when done, go in the living room yeah. and watch basketball like it's, it's really chill mm-hmm.
2: for me Christmas like for me this year, like for me Christmas to me it doesn't really feel the same as it did younger like basically what Evan said you know you expected gifts' so it's like you expected a lot you wanted to get new things like you know the new toys and everything new video games as an adult though to me now I look at Christmas is all about it's just like giving back as, as in like you know give like when you can like to those like you really appreciate because like now it's like I've done like growing up people have given me so much out of like you know true genuine love and everything. And now it's, like, that I have my own and, like, I'm able to give back. This season, I realized it's not all about, like, you know, the you know like, how much, like, something is about how much you give somebody, but, like, what you can give somebody of, like, what they can really use. And that just shows appreciation. And just coming together, too, like, coming together, as you know, as a family, especially during this pandemic, because it's been hard for people to do that over the past year. And you just never know. It's, like, times are rough these days. There's a lot going on. So this Christmas – it's like to me it's kinda kinda like a like more of a special one. It's just like really appreciate like people like while they're here and everything, you know, and be able to like show like, you know, show your appreciation whenever you can. So that's what Christmas means to me like this year. Just be able like just to show appreciation to like your loved ones and be able to like to come together like when you really can. And it's just all it's all about like, you know, the good themes and everything, like the lights and stuff like that. It's a good little like, you know, little aesthetics, you like, you know, way a thing too for Christmas so yeah that's what it means to me
0: yeah Christmas is sort of the same as Thanksgiving to me it's just a time to just be around the family Um except this time you're getting gifts Um you're getting and giving gifts um, it's just a time to just be around the family eat, cut up, this time watch some basketball or if it's on a Sunday watch some football, we got football coming this Saturday too but it, it's just a time to just unwind and kind of just look back on the year. You know, just look back on, just look back on things and appreciate the ones that you have with you. Um. Well, I say Chris, Christmas is not, you know, the way that it was when I was younger. It isn't. Number one, because I didn't really have to worry about buying presents. And then also, I never really saw, you know, and really realized what my parents really had to go through to even really get me stuff. Not even just for Christmas, but in general. So I never really saw what they had to do. And understood what they were going through probably not until I probably hit like middle school high school and from then like Christmas was just a day I just wanted to be around them I mean I don't really I don't ask for nothing in general because I'm not really a person that wants a bunch of gifts like there's more like you can sh- like to me, I'm the type of person where I'm like, you can show appreciation without giving gifts. I'm that type of person, and I personally just, I just see Christmas now as just a second Thanksgiving. That's really that's really what it is. A time to just eat, sit around, drink, drink some eggnog, liquor, wine, whatever you want to drink, water. And just sit around and watch and watch and watch some basketball and be around people that you love. And that is what it is. But that speaking is Speaking of
1: which, just just real quick, which which game do y'all think is going to be the best game on Christmas? As
2: far mm-hmm. as NBA games. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, cuz
1: honestly cuz honestly, I'm looking at the Warriors Suns game. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. I'm looking at this
2: Warriors Suns game, like that's gonna be the one. Well CP3 and Steph Curry matchup. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with a CP3 and Steph Curry matchup. Like two of yeah, the best point cards it. in the NBA.
0: I mean, hey. I What's got it. Yeah, I think the Warriors Suns, maybe Hawks Knicks. I think I think the the Knicks games are usually always good. The thing is, Celtics Bucks could be good, or it
1: could
2: be an absolute. Why the Celtics or on Christmas Day? Like what? The because they're the Celtics, bro. Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, they don't deserve it. We all know they don't deserve that Christmas Day game. Like really, the Sixers Bucks would have made more sense. That's not me being biased, but that makes more sense than the Celtics <laughs> to have the Sixers on there. Celtics, come on, bro. Like they they don't deserve it. No,
0: no. What is criminal it's- is that the Nuggets are not playing on a uh, Christmas Day.
2: Yeah, bro. Denver. That's as good what's as they criminal. Are
0: yeah they got the well of course they got the why
2: the mavericks on christmas day that's the real question luca yeah, but the, the denver, denver it's, luca. On yeah, it's but, because of luca yup yeah, yeah, but Jokic, i feel as though he deserves that christmas day de- game Like and it's because too. of tankers Pinkus. who the uh, fuck uh, is tankers Pinkus. <laughs> <is Tankus Pincus? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> hey that, that's a lakers you game shit fuck you? hey that should be that should be an interesting one you know katie versus lebron for like a thousandth time you know
1: but that's for bro, that
2: maverick jazz game actually might be good, too. Average yeah. jazz I mean, Luca versus Donovan Mitchell, that, that's like a low-key – that's a good matchup. Like, you know, true NBA fans know that's a good matchup. Luka I and think
0: but Celtics fans. is going to be good, but it's just going to be so boring.
2: I, I, might, I might not even tune in. Yeah, right, it's going to be one of the game. games that starts boring and then gets good at, like, the end. I don't know where, bro. They makes you want to tune in. It's going to be trending. Like for no like, reason, too. Yeah, bro. I'm just like, oh, who? He's gonna chuck on your phone, be like, hey, tune in, like close game alert. It makes you want to tune in. I'm like, really? Now they want to tell they want to like turn up. <laughs> that makes you want to tune in. Like, stop what you're doing. It's like, all right, bro, we got to turn on this game. It's they gonna got be the- one of those Jason Tatum
0: <laughs> goes for like goes for like 45 and nobody cares games. <laughs> and then Giannis yeah, gets a
1: cool 30.
0: Yeah, Middleton with like 25. God damn, Zach. They got the. I you
2: know one thing. Adam Silver's not liking the NFL. Like playing on Christmas Day, bro. Adam Silver. Yeah, not I, that.
0: I, I, <laughs> I was, I was like, well, I, I was like, Jesus. Christmas Damn, Day like, is the look, one. <laughs> Christmas Day is the one day that the NBA has from from um the NFL, and the NFL's like, nah, I hold my beer. The <laughs> like, NFL's like, nah, not at
2: all. Fuck NFL's all like, that. Like,
0: look, look we either get all
2: or nothing. All like or nothing, the NFL
0: really right. has. Aaron Rodgers playing at the same time as LeBron and KD. Yo, how the That's fuck, really messed up. Hey, I just realized
2: up. something, bro. That was is really like, messed bro, up. There's going to be a lot of channel flipping. I don't know it also, it. what it is. That's going to be doing a lot of channel Barry.
1: flipping. Wherever Barry. I'm
2: at, yeah, Yo,
1: bro. <laughs> notice how the NFL has no problem trying to take the NBA, trying to take Christmas away from the NBA, but they draw the line at taking New Year's Day away from college football. That's where they draw the line.
2: Shoot, start having NBA games on Thanksgiving. Shoot, If all that, NBA should like, start scheduling games on Thanksgiving since the NFL wants to be petty, you know, and since the NFL wants to do this. Like, shoot, stop making NBA uh games on Thanksgiving, top NBA key matchups.
0: Have but them compete. The, That's but what the Adam Stewart is, should do. <laughs> the thing is, the NFL is doing it because they can.
2: Yep, simply they're like, literally they because they're doing it
0: because they can. That has
2: turned up on a Tuesday, bro. Like, last night on a Tuesday uh, – like up looking at these like the Eagles and Washington game, I'm like, dang! you Didn't realize it's even a Tuesday night. Bro. And the
1: crazy thing <laughs> is, I feel like going forward, Tuesday night football is viable under two conditions, under one condition really, and that's that every week it's a matchup between two teams that either A are coming off a bye, or B going into a bye next week. So that way, it's fair in terms of rest.
0: I also want to say this because we were talking about the NBA. Do you realize that uh, NBA on TNT uh temporarily changed it from Thursday to Tuesday because they did not want to interfere with Thursday night football? The only thing I would
1: say to that is usually Thursday night football is a
2: dumpster fire, but the games have actually been good this week, oh, somewhere, yeah, past couple, every prime time
0: game has been good.
2: Yeah, these Thursday night games for the past like three weeks really have actually like exceeded expectations to me. Cause usually I look at Thursday night football, I'm like, okay, look, short week. These, this is a full physical game. These players, they're probably not going to be 100% going into the game. But nah, these, they've been stepping up and then like been putting on good shows in Thursday night games, been coming down to like literally the last play in most of these Thursday night games. So yeah, they've been impressing me. But NFL, they got, like, three days of the week. Now, like, already have Thanksgiving. Now, this year, they're doing Christmas. Shit, Adam Silver is like, look, something's got to give. But <laughs> like, well, NBA it's still all about Christmas Day, though, about NBA games. That's, like, a tradition, rule for me.
0: That's kind of what happens football. when uh, – because the NFL usually does have those Saturday games on, like, the last two weekends of the NFL season. Around holiday time, yeah. And then – And then – um. You know, it, you know, Christmas does fall on a weekend, so it's kind of it, 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 it kind of just sucks for the for the NBA. But it also shows that NFL is king round these round these parts.
2: But yeah, yeah, they still like are like the top like yeah sports brand right now in America at least yeah they really are. It's like the whole NFL, like, what's better NFL, NBA? NFL is still, like, is dominating right now, like, over the NBA. <laughs> yes,
0: hey, sir. Is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, any uh final, final words you want to say before we get out of here?
2: Hey, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. That's my final words. And then on a good note. <laughs> All right, Mark, I'm going to
1: let you have that because Sunday we running it back. Wizards versus Sixers.
2: Hey, I can't wait for that game. Yep, today after Christmas, yep. And DC in the district I too. I
1: don't who thought it was a good idea to put the Wizards in a playoff rematch, and in 15 minutes after that game ends, we got to see the football team play against the Cowboys, bro. They trying to kill us. They try, Damn, They are the trying season. to kill us, bro. For Washington, I mean, y'all just been all like the
2: DC sports fans. They are trying to kill us. All the ops just began. Yeah, they've been just throwing all the ops at Washington, they, they bro. Like, whole, golly.
1: Like this is the sinister six out here. Like we we gotta fight against the whole like the whole daggone slew of villains.
2: All
1: we gotta light. fight against all the ops on the same day, bro. It's ridiculous. That's why, it's it's like it's the end of uh, end game,
2: bro. endgame, bro. It's like it's and, like the those, bro. <laughs> I
1: just hope everybody can see what's going on here because this is ridiculous. Words to the Marcus Cousins.
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir. And uh and uh day after Christmas. The them, them, them Dallas Cowboys gonna clinch that division against them damn Washington no names um but that is all we have for today this is episode 52 of the drill one outlet podcast we thank you for your support your love everything um again shout out sanfa sorry you couldn't be here get well, get well soon will soon homie and you know if you like us be a friend tell a friend do some girl, do some gorilla marketing you know just spread the good word about some pretty good people if you don't like us well this conversation never happened this episode never happened for you So go, you know, go swim in a dirty lake or something, you know, do whatever you people do. So this is episode 52 and we are out.